Auto Forecast. To my right, we have AP18. Alex, how you doing? Hello, everyone. And to my left, we have Garrett. Garrett, how you doing? Doing swell. This is the Wednesday Comics Forecast. We'll tell you the comic books coming out for April 25th, 2018. That is the last Wednesday in April. Spring is here, right, Weatherman? Is this the first official Wednesday no. of spring? Well, it's not official. The first, I mean, the first one was like a month ago. But this is the first time it's actually decent. No, old so, man yes. Wintermere, we had a request out, and he canceled spring until right now, right? That's what I heard. You're he's, all, a, he's a superintendent. You're all kind you know, of I, 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 I just picture the Punisher um, when you're talking about spring, and it's just like, spring's going to sit this one out. <laughs> there is no spring. <laughs> oh, that's a good joke. We are like that. <laughs> telling you the books are coming out for April 25th on from Previous World website. Uh, so let's go down the list. Image Comics. First book we have here is Ice Cream Man 4. Uh, this is an anthology series with one creepy ice cream man. Uh, this cover, jeez, that cover is creepy. Uh, Every Goodbye does fine. Another woeful one-shot. Here's a guy named Joel who has drinks with his best friend's estranged dad. As for the best friend, well, I should say I suppose you should say he's in a bit of a pickle. This is W. Maxwell Prince in Martin Morosano. Uh, Garrett, we were talking about this before the show. What do you think about Ice Cream Man? Um, I think, like, just kind of like I said before, it's a fun anthology book where there's one common thread in uh, each issue and a uh, new slash is the Ice Cream Man. Um, so I really like it. I mean, there's things I'm like reading. I'm like, you know, I, these guys haven't read issue three, but I was reading it. And, you know, you always think, like, oh, this isn't so bad. And then you turn the page and something crazy as shit happens. And you're like, okay, this book's insane. <laughs> but it's so good. I like the art. And the story gets me every time. I, I get really uh, I get really captured inside it. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's what um, even the uh, second issue, I remember telling uh, Garrett that I was like, man, this is depressing. And then, like, halfway through, it goes from being depressing to being horrifying. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, this is also messed up. <laughs> yeah. um, I really do like this book. It kind of reminds me. At first, I was like, hey, it's kind of like Twilight Zone. and that, But not really. It's more like Tales from the Crypt. That's what it is. So, yeah. if you enjoy that kind of anthology kind of series, that's what this is. Uh, in the Tales of the Crypt, you have the Crypt Keeper telling you the story. And this one, you have kind of a guy scream man. He's the guy that's in charge. And he shows up in the book, so. Uh, a lot of image first coming out tomorrow. I was looking through these. There's no rhyme or reason to which ones are coming out. You have some books that are newer, like Redneck or Moonstruck and Moonshine. And then we have like Fear Agent number one. That book came out a long time ago. Age of Bronze, that's an older book. And then we have Curse Words, which is like a medium. It like, came out a little bit ago, but still. So, I mean, but they're coming out tomorrow. So, if you're looking to uh, get a $1 comic to figure out if you want to get the trade or not, there you go. Image first. Killer Be Killed number 18. This is Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips and Betty Brewister. This is uh, close to the end. We learned in uh, the letter pages last time this book is ramping up to the end. Was it 20 or 25? 20. Uh, so this is uh, one of the last few issues. Alex, what do you think? That cover, once again, beautiful. Do you like knowing that knowing now that it's self-contained and that it'll be over soon? You have these nice 20 issues? Or uh, were you hoping for a bigger run? I, I <clears throat> sorry. In all honesty, I was actually expecting a longer run. Twenty issues seems a lot. Um, seems a little bit more rushed than I was expecting. But I'm also welcome to the the fact that it will be ending, which is nice. And it also makes if more. It, if, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I say if it, if it end if it's if it's the end that this team has decided. I can't imagine it's that they're getting rushed and told, hey, you either need to get off this book so you can start a new, a new one. Uh, if it's by their choice, then by all means. That means they know what the end is going to be, and it's going to wrap up nicely. Yeah, I remember them saying, Brew Baker at least said, uh, when they started this, he knew the end already. So I would assume this is their choice. It also makes way more sense that they're doing a movie about this book rather than a TV series. Because it really is only 20 issues, so that one makes more sense to be like, oh, okay, this could be a movie. Yeah, at first we were hesitant towards that because we were like, how, I mean, this is going to be an ongoing, are they going to do this in a movie? And now it's like, okay. Yeah, we, right. we it's, also... It's not going to be that much. We also were like, oh, is the show going to be coming out and the book's not going to be done yet? Like, how are they going to know the story? But it makes more and more sense now that they're like, oh yeah, he sold it as a movie because it's only 20 issues, so... That actually makes me excited for that movie then. So, uh, I'm excited to see how that turns out. But, oh, the comic's great. 
if you haven't picked up it yet, I would recommend waiting a couple more issues, and then the whole thing will be out in trades, and you can pick it up, and I'm assuming they're probably a nice hardcover. He usually does that, him and Phillips and Rudeweiss, with their uh, their collection. So, uh, I like to point out, Redneck is a book, I believe, I'm not sure, does it come out on time usually? I guess I don't get it, so I'm not sure. But yes, I'm just I don't curious, get it, I don't know. Why is there an April Fool's variant when we're on April 25th? That's a little weird, but whatever. Saga number 51. This is Brian K. Vaughn, if you're on the Do you think that's the joke, Alex? I think that's the joke. Okay. (laughs) They've missed the mark, and so here's the joke. (laughs) Brian K. Vaughn, Fiona Staples on Saga. This is tabloid reporters Upshur and Doft had uncovered the scoop of the century, but what will it cost Hazel and her family? Alex, do you ever catch up with 50? No, it was on my stack to read, and uh, I haven't gotten to it yet. 50 is really great. Nothing, uh, um, well, I won't really go through big spoilers. Let's just say 50 is great. Uh, it really does bring an in, uh, sense of impending doom, uh, uh, something going wrong. But these two characters are a big part of the last issue. So I would. it doesn't surprise me to see them on the cover here and see that they're the focus. Uh, but once again, still going great. Saga's recently been... Uh, Really focused and uh, I think uh, really enjoyable. Uh, Witchblade number five. This is uh, Kathleen Ketteridge, Roberta Ingratana, uh, Life After Part Five. Garrett, how's uh, Witchblade been going? I've been loving this book. I think the art style is great. The story has been so much fun. Um, for me, it's all brand new material. For people that have read Witchblade in the past, I'm sure it's kind of re- a refreshing reboot let's say, uh, which it is. It definitely is. But for me, I'm like learning everything about the Witchblade for the first time and I'm really enjoying the storyline. Uh, it's definitely a supernatural book. Um, and basically the Witchblade from what I know is a weapon against that you can use against the supernatural stuff. And it's basically the main character Alex trying to master not you because oh. you're not a female. But um, she's uh, right. She's trying to master how to use the Witchblade, and it's so cool. I'm really loving it. Uh, Moving on here, nothing really in uh, Dark Horse Comics. um, But IDW Publishing, if you're into Dungeons & Dragons, by the way, if you're into D&D, this week is a big week for you. You have uh, Dungeons & Dragons Evil at Boulder's Gate number one. That's coming out here uh, from IDW Publishing. That is uh, Jim Zub and Dean Kotz. So if you want to pick that up, it has a nice cover on the front there. Um, also, let me skip ahead real quick. I know I'm doing something we've never done on this show, but I just wanted to get it out of the way. Uh, from Dynamite, if you're into D&D, also Pathfinder Spiral of the Bones number two. So there's two D&D books for you. Uh, I guess technically Pathfinder's not really, but you know, uh, you know, there's a connection there. DC Comics. This is uh, Batgirl number 22. Uh, this is uh, Hope Larson and Miniku Jung, Strange Loop Part 1. Hey, Garrett, how's uh, Batgirl been? I really enjoyed it. Um, the last arc I thought was a really strong arc uh, with the Penguin being involved. And um, it really took kind of place in a winter setting. And then um, this is the start of a new arc, so I don't know what to expect. I mean, it's still Hope Larson writing. I have never seen the art style of this new artist, but uh, uh, it seems like it'll be a good storyline. So I'm um, not a big fan of the cover, but the variant cover looks really cool. But you like the <clears throat> sorry, you like the variant cover more? Oh yeah, I don't like. I don't know. That isn't maze that, one doesn't look as good. Isn't that Dan Mora doing the main cover though? It might be, but it doesn't look good from my perspective. Oh. I'd say I, I like the main cover more, but uh, obviously not caught up. I think the, what was the last issue had like that big purple thing on the cover, right? I think so. I can't even remember. Okay. It's been so long. Okay. I haven't read it, but I, I'm still going to get Batgirl. Batgirl was one of my favorite books in New 52. Uh, and it, Rebirth started out really strong, has had really good issues. So I, I won't be dropping this book anytime soon. Is anybody getting a Batman in the signal? Garrett and I do. Yeah. Oh, I am. I'm going to finish it out. 3 and 3 comes out tomorrow. So this is Scott Snyder, Tony Patrick, and Coley Hammer. Uh, Have you guys been reading it, catching up? 
second I'm issue came out like two months ago. So yeah, I'm caught up. I just don't know what it was about. It's really not that good. It's not. It, so, it doesn't explain anything except basically, without even saying it, the signal or Duke Thomas can basically see like different waves of light. So he can, it's not like, you know, x ray is one of those, but he can see all kinds of different spe- colors of the spectrum of waves of light. I mean, it's, I don't know, it's dumb. It, the idea was is way cooler when you and I when we all talked about it to begin with is that the signal was the daytime here. I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. So he's kicking ass during the day. He's really not kicking ass. He's getting the shit kicked out of him most of the time. He's learning, baby. I don't know. He's it's giving him powers. I thought it was just a waste. So you're saying that basically, uh, from an idea standpoint, it sounded cool. From execution standpoint, not really worth it. I mean, maybe that's why they took it from an ongoing back to a mini. And uh, Duke Thompson hasn't really been a part of Batman for a while, so I mean, he kind of yeah, they kind of got rid of him. He was part of Metal, really, but I mean, that's it. Uh, Batman, barely. <laughs> barely. Yes, correct. Two issues. Batman Beyond, this is uh, number 19, this is Dan Jurgens and Phil Hester. Uh, Garrett, how's this uh, Batman Beyond been? Uh, Batman Beyond has been amazing. I tell everyone that's watched the TV show or if you've read the comics in the past, you need to get this book. It is so in line with what the TV show has offered you or like the previous volumes of Batman Beyond. Um, This is the last issue of an arc that's been going on and one of uh, Batman Beyond's, one of his biggest villains is back in the fold and uh, it's going to be an explosive ending to this arc. Um, Plus, you get some new things that are heading this way, like potential Robin Beyond. Um, can't wait to see what happens next after this. Detective Comics number 979. This is James Tunney the fourth. Felipe Brones. Uh, Batman Eternal. Batman Eternal Part 4. This is uh, ramping up, I think. I'm not sure. When do you know? Does anybody know when James Tinian's off this book? <laughs> Um, it might be after this arc, I think. I th- I think that might... No, no, there's... Yeah, I, th- I think you might be correct. There's an issue coming up where it's just like the epilogue, and that might be after this arc, and then we have... Uh, it's the end of his uh, run on, Bat- on Detective, which is actually, I think we could all agree, has been great. Um, and we just... He's moving on to Justice League. But how's this, Garrett? Uh, yes. I, I know I just shot to you for Batman Beyond, but I know I think you're caught up in this book. How is how is uh this arc been? You know, I actually think that the OMAC arc has been amazing. Um, it's the, you know a lot of the seeds got planted very early on in Detective, and those seeds have now grown into this what is this current storyline. Um, you know, they did a great job of keeping this Ulysses character in the background. And yeah. now he's coming to basically be a thorn in the side of, uh, I know the bat team is basically in shambles, but he's picked the worst timing for the bat team to like basically be a piece of shit. So, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see how Batman and bat Batwoman's team bounces back from what Ulysses is trying to accomplish. Uh, flash number 45. This is uh Joshua Williamson and Christian deuce. Uh, Perfect Storm Part 6. Garad rains lightning down in Central City to run it to the ground. Uh, wait a second. Is this after? Oh, right, the Flash is as fast as a bolt of lightning, but he sees Flash as a thousand. Uh, Alex, you caught up with this book? No. How many more books you got to catch up? Update us on your I, I'm roughly probably at least 30 issues behind, and that's probably a little ball on it. Whoa. I've still got two. I'm, I'm two issues behind on Flash specifically. Oh, okay. I was going to say 30 on Flash. You're back at number 15? <clears throat> uh, Garrett, how's the Flash been? Flash has been like this is one of the best arcs in a long time. Um, the entire Flash team, most of the Flashes, or most of the people that are tied into the Speed Force, have been going up against Grodd. Um, I'm sure you can see on the cover there. Finally, Wally West revealed uh, that's Iris. So there's what well, has been really amping up in this storyline is Barry kind of reconnecting with Iris, and Wally is going to re-meet iris basically iris is you know in an alternate earth which has been morphed into this one 
because whatever, all the continuity and stuff. Um, Wally is actually her nephew, um, just like the other Wally West is. So I'm really looking forward to the, uh, this kind of reunion of sorts. Um, it's going to be a special issue for sure. Um, yeah, I'm excited. And, you know, we're very, we're only a couple issues away from Flash War coming up here in May. So uh, things are going to get intense real quick. Hal Jordan in the Green Lantern Corps, number 43. This is Rob Vendetti. Ethan, fan scriber. This is Dark Stars Rising Part 2. Um, are those Manhunters on the cover? Uh, aren't like they? Not those, sure. those are the Dark Stars. Oh, okay. I haven't read the last issue yet, so I'm not sure. Um, Garrett, once again, how's this book been? I guess. Yeah. Yes, so, I'm caught up. <laughs> well, usually, I think I think this is I think this whole like episode is just gonna be called uh, Garrett's caught up. To be fair, I'm always behind, and uh, mm-hmm. Alex is usually on point, but he had a kid recently, so I guess uh, Garrett, this is the guy. You know, um, it. So I don't know anything about the Dark Stars. So Marvin, I might to you know refer to your knowledge. It's a movie Lantern. by uh, John Carpenter. Okay, they do make a joke about that. Okay, but. Uh, no, like who they are as Green Lantern people, like in that universe. It seems like they're a huge threat that I know nothing about. So all the stuff leading to this, I'm like, okay. Um, but uh, so I don't really know what to expect. I don't know anything about the Dark Stars, who they are. I just know that they're big. So that's um, all I know. I read I the first part and I was like, don't know really much. I so. actually uh, don't really know them. Not sure. I think they might be a little. I don't know. Maybe they. I don't know. The last time they've been in comics was, so I have no idea. Yeah, I guess I would know. Like I've only been reading Green Lantern for like the last like. Uh, uh, let's see here, eleven years. So I'm not sure if they're from beyond before that. Yeah, they're from the '90s. It looks like. So that's that's outside my realm. So I'm excited. Let's get into it. Robert Vendetti's been. This book's been doing great. There's rumors. I mean, we know Vendetti's going to fifty. We're getting close. There's some rumors that came out. Hasn't been confirmed, but supposedly a document leaked from DC with all these new people on books. Uh, and I was I was stirring the pot in our group chat. Um, and the writer for this one is rumored to be Grant Morrison. If that's true, not only will I buy this book, I will keep up with this book. Uh, <laughs> nice, Marv. That's a big commitment right there. So uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. I mean... Vendetti's run's been great. So if you're looking to get into Green Lantern, um, this does remind me of when I first got into it. Jeff Johns was on it. It does feel big. It does feel like there's a lot of lore there, but it's not bogged down in it. Uh, Vendetti, when he took over before in New 52, it did feel like he was, it was more convoluted. It got confu- like it, it got tangled in its own lore, and it really couldn't tell a story properly. This is the opposite of that. Vendetti's come out and made this thing uh really entertaining so i would say if you want to get into it the trades are on hoopla go out and get them and you, by the time you're caught up into the his run will be over and you can jump on with whoever's coming next which i hope it is grant morrison but we'll see mother panic gotham ad number two this is jody hauser iriam mufasa mutasa excuse me Musafa. uh this is to rescue the person most important to her mother panic needs to break into one of the most secure buildings in collective-controlled Gotham City Arkham Asylum, will Catwoman, Gotham's greatest thief, be willing to help her in her mission, or what has Poison Ivy done to Robinson Park to turn into a soldier-eating nightmare? Um, I did pick up the last issue, and I just remembered uh, because I saw this. <laughs> so I haven't read it yet, obviously. Garrett, have you caught up with this? Was it good? Yep. Uh, I would describe it as imagine that a huge thing is happening. I can't even think of a good reference, but imagine something crazy is going on in your city. Um, You have your family all over the place, whatever. And then you're basically pulled out of what's going on right now. And the next time you get returned to your timeline is five years into the future. So say, say a loved one's being held at gunpoint. You get that, you get pulled out. And then you're put back into the timeline five years after that, and you don't know what happens. That's kind of what's happening here in Mother Panic. She has been thrown five years into the future into a Gotham um, that she doesn't recognize. And it's pretty fun. You know, like when you read the solicited last time we did the forecast and issue one came out, uh, when that was, you know, you describe how the Joker was kind of done. 
he kind of was like a bum basically because he doesn't know what to do in a world without Batman. Um, so this is a really fun, a Gotham city apocalyptic kind of story. And I'm excited for issue two. Issue one was great. Uh, Teen Titans. Number 19 is Ben Percy and uh, Wayne Foucher and Scott Eaton. The following part of it. You still get this, right, Garrett? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Nope. Do you get Titans? I it. You don't get Titans either, right? Nope. Okay. We'll if we got Terrifics, never mind. Never mind. Sorry. Terrifics number three. This is Jeff Lemire and Joe Prado. Uh, also, Ivan Rice on art two. They must be trading on enough. Uh, meet the Terrifics part three. When this superhero team bound by dark multiversal magic, will they ever get any privacy? It will certainly won't be today, because while Mr. Trivic feverishly works to free himself from Metamorpho, Plastic Man and Phantom Girl, but mostly Plastic Man, the team must also contend with the towering, rolling death inferno that is the war wheel. Um, Alex, you are caught up with this one, right? Yes. And uh, <clears throat> you said two, I believe two. You said one really felt like it it left you hanging. Two, you said there was a little bit more there to chew on. Uh, is it making you excited for three? You know, the weird thing is I was looking through this list earlier, and I blew right by it, didn't even see it. So that just tells you how excited I am. Uh, but now that now that we're talking about it, I actually am pretty excited for this book. Uh, Jeff Lemire, uh, one of my favorite writers. I don't know these characters well enough, but I get the premise that they're the Fantastic Four, which is a group of characters I've been missing. Uh, when we left off last issue, we found out that the four characters can't be split up without causing some problems. So uh, we're going to see what these uh, these homies got going on. Just like, I don't even know if they go to the bathroom by themselves. Just like we found out in Marvel 2 and 1, just like the Fantastic Four, they lose their powers. They're too no, far that's away weird from how each other. that happened. Mm, well, uh, that's DC Comics. Moving on to Marvel Comics, the land that Legacy forgot, but they remembered to get refreshed. Uh, all new. Is that their thing? Refresh? Yeah. All new Wolverine 34. This is Tom Taylor and Raman Mursana. Old man, excuse me, old woman Laura part two. I believe, Garrett, you're getting this book. How's, Absolutely. How's the old woman Laura going? It's really fun. The for issue thirty three was the start of this arc, and uh, you know, on the cover, I hope people noticed. Uh, maybe they didn't. That that wasn't actually Laura. It's Gabby Honey Badger. Um, so, you know, Laura. When I we read that book, she's actually like way older than you would think, and um, she's kind of gone about her. Uh, older age differently than let's say Logan has um, because she has her healing powers still work and she's still able to be more agile. And they explain that, you know, she doesn't really get in a lot of fights where she gets the like piss beat out of her, like Wolverine and Logan does. So she's been able to retain her healing factor. It's not still not as strong, but she can still heal at a faster rate than old man Logan ever could. Um, and the storyline right now is taking place where there's people from previous arcs of uh, Tom Taylor's run has kind of tied into this new future. Um, so it's it's been really fun, and I'm I bet this is like the conclusion of like this is the last arc of all new Wolverine. So I'm ready to just keep going with the ride and see what happens. Doctor Strange number three eighty nine is Donny Cates, Nico Karachan. Uh, this is a book I am caught up with, so I can talk about it. Uh, Alex, you caught up with Doctor Strange. Uh, I'm gonna let you take a guess. It's oh. a no, <laughs> Stephen. So it sounds, <laughs> but I will be caught up on it after we read Damnation this week. It sounds like from the solicit this takes place after Damnation number four. So I'm sure we'll have that editor's note in there. Uh, but Nick, I want to say one thing about this book. This book, I mean, if you read Damnation, it goes well hand in hand. Uh, I actually do think this is great. I actually had a little. I was a little weary because it was going to be a tie-in thing, but I, I guess I learned uh, Danny Cates is okay. He knows what he's doing. The thing I want to say, though, is I thought that I was going to be disappointed with um, Walta leaving this book, but I actually do really like Nico's uh, art style a lot. And uh, I would say that if you are getting the animation but not getting Doctor Strange, it's a mistake, and you should be getting Doctor Strange also. It's really fun. Nice little tie-in with uh, the animation. Speaking of which, Doctor Strange, Damnation number four, this is Donny Cates, Nick Spencer, and Rod Rice. 
It's damnation nation. Mephesto is on a hot streak that won't stop. Every team that's faced him has fallen. Well, more of the country falls out of his influence. There's just one card left to play. Wong versus Mephesto alone. While he escapes alive. No, who escapes alive? Who escapes undead? And who escape, doesn't escape at all? Damnation is going to go out in a blaze of glory. And you got to see who gets burned. Uh, once again, Marvel. These are not bullet points, but I'll let you have it. Uh, Garrett, Damnation number four. I am behind in this. I thought it was behind only by three. I, I thought it was on three, but I actually am on two. Because I remember two. I did not even remember. If you go back to the forecast, I didn't even know it came out. So, uh, uh, Garrett, <laughs> let us know. How's Damnation so far? I've been keeping up Doctor Strange, so I kind of know what's going on. Um, You know, honestly, after Damnation number one, Doctor Strange is very much so contained to his own book and damnation is kind of everything else that's happening yes dr strange does show up duh because it's like dr strange damnation but um it's very much focused on the team of uh supernaturalists that uh wong recruits um issue four i believe is going to have you know it's going to be the magnum opus of the entire event so it's going to have Dr. Strange in it's going to have all the supernaturalists. It's going to have the Avengers. It's going to have Mephisto. It's going to have everything wrap up. Um, and I'm excited to it for going into it. I think that uh, this is a fun event that Donny Cates created with Nick Spencer. And uh, excited to see what happens next. Uh, by the way, I, I haven't caught up with this first issue. I do have it. But uh, Exiles 2 numbers out. I didn't know this was going to be twice a month. Are you going to be pulling these games? I guess all Marvel books are twice a month, aren't they? No, not not necessarily. Well, okay, Exiles, I didn't know you were playing this game. <laughs> but um uh I'll see if I like issue one. I'm not I don't know if, I don't know if I'm gonna play that game where I pick up two issues and not have run of the first, so uh I might keep this in on the backside, but it's coming out. Exiles, so if you want to read it, there you go. Um Hunt for Wolverine number one. This is Charles Soul, David Marquez. David Marquez? Stephen McNiven on the cover. The return of Wolverine begins here. Providing the first piece of a mystery that will leave no corner. The Marvel Universe on touch, just as X-Men has finally come to terms with Logan's death, they'll learn a terrible secret. Old wounds will be reopened, truths questioned, and an epic quest begins. The earliest clues to the mystery of Wolverine returns uh, return are laid here. Who will solve it first? Um, two things. On that cover, it looks like that Wolverine is slicing open that he was in... Uh, some sort of like ball of antimantium, but I believe from what I remember correctly, Alex, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't it form like perfectly to his body? Yeah. So it should be like his arms, his arms are to his side. Yeah. So there's no way that he could have cut himself out. No, he didn't cut himself out. There's no way. That's Something what, else. That's did what it. it looks like from that cover. And he's been growing hair underneath there, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cause well, now he's he an immortal. Uh, you guys are excited for this, and I think you're both getting this, right? Yep. Soul and Marquez, yeah. that's a great team. Uh, always makes me want to get it, but it's five ninety nine. If there are going to be a bunch of these, like I think it's like four or five one shots that are all four five ninety nine. So if you're going to be in, you're going to be in uh, pretty. No, big. this is this is the only one shot, nope. and then then there's going to be four four issue mini series. Yeah. So what that are you going to spins do? out of it? I'm only getting the one by Tom Taylor, obviously. And Isn't that the uh, the adamantium warriors or something? There's adamantium agenda, I think. Yeah. So, Alex, um, do you just get this, or do you get them in the miniseries? What are you doing with this? Uh, in all honesty, this I want to get that Cubert uh, teaser cover. That one's great. And then I would I would probably get the one that Garrett's getting. One that way he and I can talk about it eventually when I get caught up. Uh, two. And it's all the new Avengers. I think that one's From the one Hickman's that I run. feel is going to be the most um, important. I don't know. I, I guess it's one of those things I don't even know if I want to get any of them. But if I'm going to get one, I'm going to get one that Garrett gets so that I can talk to him about it. Uh, well, this book will look great, if anything else. We need to Mar- David Marquez. Uh, we'll make the book look good. So uh, there you go. If looking for some Wolverine action, he's back, baby. I mean, he has been back as Old Man Logan, but. Uh, I know. I want to know how they're going to handle the that. Same. I feel like they're gonna like he's gonna have to kill him or he's gonna have to like absorb him or I don't know. We'll see. Logan versus Logan. Look for that event later on this uh, next year. Uh, Invincible Iron Man number uh, five ninety nine. Brian McManus, uh, Alex Maleev, and Stefano Caselli. 
Uh, the search for Tony Stark continues. Tony's back. Oh, I guess he's back. <laughs> the search for Tony Stark continues. And then the first bullet point, Tony's back. Okay. All right. We found him. Um, <laughs> 599, the last issue before Bennis's final Marvel issue completely. I think 600 is his last Marvel issue out of all of them. So, Garrett, twofold here. You have the last issue of Miss Vitamin coming up here. So, this would be the penultimate. But also, it's the penultimate Bennett's issue of his Marvel run. So, what do you think? I've, you know, when you guys uh, stopped him from this Iron Man, I feel like you should have still kept getting this book because, like, that story kept going on. Uh, this is kind of like an Iron Man magazine. You got the Bendis Maleve for the infamous Iron Man, Doctor Doom stuff, and then you have the uh, whatever team, Caselli and Bendis for the Riri stuff. Um, but I've really enjoyed this. I'm, you know, they're really building an event on where around where's Tony. Um, and obviously you can see he's on the cover, he's back. So uh, very excited to see how he comes back. And then, you know, I was kind of a doubter on Dan Slott and Cheedy's run for Iron Man coming up. But after looking at the preview art and stuff, I'm pretty stoked to see what happens in the future. And I think Bendis' uh, last issue of Iron Man is going to be definitely worth reading. Legion number four is Peter Milligan and Lee uh, Ferguson. Uh, Garrett, how's Legion been going? By the way... You will know for sure. Uh, Garrett has a uh, uh, catch up with Garrett coming out that he talks about Legion number three. I did listen to it because I'm editing it together for Garrett. It should be coming out fairly soon. Actually, it might be out when you're hearing this. Uh, but so tell the people what they're going to hear in that video, uh, uh, Garrett. How's this Legion again? Um, I think I said that in for issue three that you know it's not really much about uh, David, uh, who's the main character in this book. Um, it's more about his uh, therapist interacting with a lot of David's uh, personalities. Um, I don't know. It kind of felt like aimlessly falling, kind of like the commodity challenge where he just kept falling into just random shit happening. That's what issue three was like. And it kind of makes me worried to get issue four because I loved issue one and two. Issue three was not the best. Um, but I have hopes since there's only two issues left that this could turn it around. So we'll definitely see, uh, uh, I'm going to get it still. Um, but yeah, not, not as stoked because of what issue three gave me. Mighty Thor number 706 is Jason Aaron and Russell Dodderman at the gates of Valhalla, the death of Mighty Thor finale. The battle against the Mangog is finished and the losses have been profound. So what if, if anything, Remains of the story of Jane Foster, goddess of thunder, and where do the other gods possibly go from here? Uh, we learned, we saw in the last issue, Jane uh, sacrificed the ultimate sacrifice, and I think we all agreed. We reviewed it on the show. One of the greatest issues of Mighty Thor. And Absolutely. It's going to be the epilogue. This is going to be, I think, if anything, that was Jason Aaron's. Uh, I mean, he's going to be writing Thor past this, but. For the last, what, five years? How long has Mighty Thor been around? It's been five or six years from the start of um, God of Thunder. Since he's been writing Thor since then. Essentially, I mean, this whole thing's been since then. So this is kind of, I would imagine this is like, this really does feel like if that God of Thunder was like Odin's Sons Volume 1, and then we have Jane, this is like the second part, and it really does feel kind of like uh, a somber middle part and uh, we're gonna get the finale to that and uh i really do think there's been a little couple bumps we talked about on the show uh that this book has really uh if anything's gonna stick the landing we talked about on the show before if anything has a great ending so far at least this ending's been great and i hope that this issue is going to be uh what we've been looking for and a great send-off for jane because actually through it all, I've actually really do liked her as Thor, so I'm gonna be. I wanted to see her have a good send off, so I think we'll get that here. Plus, Russell's Ottoman on art. Russell's been great, so mighty. Uh, excuse me, mighty Thor. Moon Knight 194. This is Max Benimus and uh, Ty Templeton. Oh, a new artist for this one. Uh, Becky Clunan on the cover. The true origin of Mark Spector revealed. Uh, Alex, how's uh Moon Knight been? Uh, I have a spoiler. I haven't. I haven't read 193. What? So is this? It- is this the start of a new arc? 
It might be a one shot, but yeah. it seems like it's the start of a new arc. Okay. But so, I mean, uh, Crazy Runs of the Family ended at the last issue, yeah. right? It says yeah. here, don't okay. miss the start of a next new Moon Knight epic as we delve deeper into the okay. rabbit hole specter's mind. So this is just a one shot in between them. Because this makes me excited for the fact that it is, it, it's a, a filler point that knowing that the last issue I need to read will wrap up. The uh, last issue was guys, incredible. Okay. I was in, that's what I wanted to know. Was the last issue good? I think I literally claimed it as the best issue Moon Knight I've ever read. I think I typed that in the chat. I think I believe that's right. So I'm I'm excited to read that, going with Garrett's uh, 11 out of 10, and I'm I'm just excited personally to get a new another story of Moon Knight. This is one of those characters that I had gotten back when Ellis was writing that arc for that first like six issues. I always want to have this book in my my stack, so I'm excited for this to come out tomorrow. Hey, uh, Garrett, what was that Gotham series that was like about supernatural stuff? Um, Gotham by Midnight. Yes. So the artist of that's doing this issue. So, oh, nice. It's going to be kind of like a creepy horror looks like uh, issue. So if you're looking for a place to jump on, if you've been hearing us pra- uh, praise Moon Knight recently, and you were like, "Whoa, where would I jump on? Do I go back and get those issues? You could jump on here and then start with the next arc. I mean, eventually go back and read that trade, but. For issue wise, you can jump on here. So Moon Knight one ninety four. Uh, here we go. Star Wars Star Vader number fifteen. This is uh Charles Soule and uh, Giuseppe Camicoli. Uh, Darth Vader continues his mission to bring Mon Cala to heal as the Emperor grips tighten as Emperor grip tightens on the galaxy. No tolerance for rebellion can be afforded. Even excuse me, especially not when. F- fomented by a surviving Jedi. Uh, Vader goes in for some wet work in this brutal story. That's pretty... These covers have been great. Are these all um, Ross covers? They look like Ross. Um, no, it's by well, Ilya Bonetti. Well, anyways... The yeah, they've been great. like very cool covers. Um, uh, Darth Vader has been great. Um, loving the main storyline. They're really playing with the time between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Um the thing I have been bummed about is they made this huge big deal of like trying to be like, who's this Jedi in the hood that knows who Anakin Skywalker is. And it turns out to be some rando. So spoilers, it's not exciting at all, but, uh, the kind you can kind of see Darth Vader is getting more warped and twisted as he goes. And, uh, he's really at the height of his power in this book. So, uh, really excited to see what happens next. And right now there's this huge battle and he's got, uh, these assassins that are trained that used to be former Jedi that are now Sith. Well, they're not Sith. They're like trained in the Sith ways, but they're not full on Sith. Otherwise, obviously there could only be two. So, uh, very who's fun story. Sec- who's the second? Is the emperor the second one? No, emperor's the, the one Darth Vader's two. Oh, what about Jar Jar? What? What about Binks? He's number three. Dude, Binks comes out and stabs everybody in the throat. <laughs> you die. Uh, if, you behind, if you're behind on Thanos, if you heard us talking about the excellent run that was Thanos, uh, issue 13 has a fourth printing that comes out tomorrow. Issue 14 has a fourth printing coming out tomorrow. 17 and 18 have a second printing coming out tomorrow. 15 and 16, I believe, a couple weeks ago, was the third printing third. that came out. So you, there's a good chance, if you go to a comic book shop, that they might have 13 through 18 for you to pick up, for you to catch all up. So go ahead and look for that. And then, after that... You can pick up Thanos Annual, number one. This is Donny Cates, uh, Karen Gillian, Al Ewing, Ryan North. Oh, more people. Christian Hastings, Katie Cook. Katie Cook on art. Also, Fraser Irving, which is Alex's favorite artist. Andrew Aroha, Will Robson, uh, Falero. Oh, and Jeff Shaw, our boy. And F- Falano Armentaro, starring the Cosmic Ghostwriter also. Uh, Thanos is likely to is likely the most evil being in the universe. And if anyone would know, it's the all new cosmic ghost rider. Let the spirit of vengeance be your guide on a tour through the worst of the worst as he reveals the most hideous, heinous. Excuse me, how do you say that word? Hideous, heinous, heinous uh, <laughs> deeds ever perpetrated by the Mad Titan or by anybody else. Four ninety nine, but it sounds like to me this is going to be. Uh, if you've been looking to s- read something about Thanos, this is going to be it. It's going to be basically, it looks like a couple anthology series about Thanos and his story. So uh, 
I think and it is perfect cap to that run. That ran, run was excellent. And you have uh, Infinity War coming out this week, so you can pick this up, learn more about the Mad Titan, and uh, see uh, that movie when it comes out, and you can be like, hey, I know who that guy is. Uh, speaking of which, by the way, True Believers, that are $1 comics Marvel's putting out two this week. Infinity War, number one, uh, obviously for obvious reasons, and then Carol Danvers, number one, which might be for more spoiler reasons. That might be a spoiler, Marvel. Come on, I'm going to see this movie. You give me spoilers and solicits? Who knows? We'll see. Maybe it's a little uh, red herring. Uh, I think that's all, right? That we get this from Marvel? We have one more book in the Upside Down. We have, let's see here. Oh, excuse me. Uh, that's uh, Boom Studios. Oh, Boom Studios, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 25. Can't skip this one because I know Garrett was about to attack me there. I heard his voice. I heard him. Uh, uh, that's the second printing. The annual's coming out. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 2018 <laughs> annual number one. This is. Um, oh, geez. I'm a lot of bunch of people here. Kyle Higgins, Adam Ceres, Becca Barnes, Alwindale, Caleb. Golin, Anthony Birch, Patrick Mahalan, Marcus Toe, uh, Hitty Jam Kim, Simone Damon. It says featuring fan favorite teams from across the Power Rangers universe Dino Charge, RPM, Time Force, Ninja Steel, Dino Thunder. The entire fabric of reality is under threat as Draken invades. This is a $7.99 book. Uh, it's a nice, it looks like it's going to be a nice uh, with one shots throughout the galaxy, but all tied together with Draxon. Uh, tracking uh, attacking them. Uh, Garrett, how's Dracon. this? Mm, I don't think that's right. Um, how's this? It book is. Been? No. <laughs> how's this um, book been? It has been amazing. <laughs> Issue twenty five and twenty six were so good. Alex, have you? I mean, should I even ask? But have you read any of these? Why would you ask? I don't know because <laughs> I'm just I'll, hoping that you could fan out with me. If if I if I may, most of the time when I actually read books, I send these guys a message going, "Hey." Uh, Ice Cream Man number two, great. Thor seven hundred five, amazing. I have, have you read, read Power Rangers? No. Okay, so um, uh, it's been so good. I've had hashtag SOS one reading it um, to get eighty more pages of content in this event uh, is going to be so much fun. Um, something happened at the end of last issue, at the end of the issue twenty five, that bleeds in issue twenty six. It's really heartbreaking, and then I think this is going to, you know, you think Power Rangers, like, oh, at least there's a, you know, by the end of each issue or each episode, there's something works out in the end. Well, in this, it's a little different. <laughs> so, but art's good. Story's been great. I can't wait to see what happens next. I think that's the nice thing that Power Rangers does, is that in the book, it isn't all happy, and they don't always win. Right. Because from the TV show, you're you're taught that the Power Rangers are the most powerful beings. They always win. It's nice to see that the bad guys actually are a threat to them in the book. Uh, in the Upside Down, we have a couple of books here that I want to talk about. It looks like I just saw this one here. It looks pretty cool. Deep Roots, number one. Uh, Dan Waters and Val Rodriguez. Uh, Roots, once suffocating under cement, tears through the streets of London to throttle buildings. Vegetable Hamasili holds up banks with automatic weapons. There's a green and blooming world beyond our own fighting back against the human politant while we launch a rescue mission to the other world. But it is a cruel and unknowable, and we should become tangled in its vines more than the cities will fall. Uh, the art looks pretty cool in the front. This will cut my eye. This is from Vault Comics. This is a brand new uh, imprint. I believe they're on Minnesota, if I remember correctly. Speaking of which, another book coming out from Vault Comics. I believe it's Vault Comics. Uh, cult Classic, Return to the Whisper, number two. This is Elliot Rahal, uh, Rahal I believe. Uh, Felipe Cuna, uh, Murder Morning in the Heist of the Century. Discover how our cast of 1997 teenage misfits stole the diary of Colonel Vance, whose pages tell a secret of a fabled fortune, a terrible curse. Meanwhile, in the present, another member of the grown-up gang is dead. Will the killer be able to cover their tracks before an old enemy emerges? Uh, this book comes out tomorrow when you listen to this, but Garrett, you read an advanced copy. What do you think? Um, yeah, so first time, I, I mean, I got to review this book. Um, I love it. Um, you know, a lot of the promotional material for the first one is like, it's kind of like Goonies. There's like um, a lot of good action. It's a fun adventure book. 
things like that. It absolutely is. I mean, I recommend everybody listening to this, find issue one um, and then pick up issue two tomorrow or I guess today when you hear this. You are not going to regret it. Every time I've read it, I get sucked into the story. And then there's one point in each issue where I turn the page and something crazy happens. And I didn't see it coming a mile away. Um, it's a, I mean, I, you can get cult classics. It's, uh, it kind of gives you that little nostalgia of the age of like, you know, the 70s and 80s. This is the 70s, obviously. Um, and then you kind of see a different storyline of its effects in uh, the present day. So, um, I think uh, Volcoms is definitely going to be on the way up. The uh, writing by Rahal has been so good, and the art by, uh, gosh, Heis Kunha uh, is something fresh. And I think Kunha should be doing art in a lot more books because I really enjoy the style uh, in Cult Classics Return to Whisper. If you have a hard time finding it, I bet you if you go to Supercon 2018 Return of the Con, Elliot's going to be there. Um, I bet, and all Volcoms is going to be there. Actually, I bet you'll find uh, a few copies lying around. So make sure you get your tickets to that. Go to supercon.com for more information. Uh, Garrett, you know, the week is tomorrow starts at comics come out. What are you going to get? What looks good? I mean, which one's your top pick? Uh, 100% the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers annual for 2018. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, talking about the Power Rangers from every decade, well, not decade, but every generation. Uh, that's your pick there. Uh, Alex, what are you going for? Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to say Hunt for Wolverine number one. The Hunt for Wolverine number one, that's Charles Soule, David Marquez. You know, at least the art's going to be good, even if uh, the story's not 100% logical. We don't know how he cut himself out of there. We'll find out, though. <laughs> uh, we don't know how he grew here, but we'll figure it out. Huh? Grab a comb, Wolverine. Jesus. Uh, what, or uh, some scissors. Jesus. Use those claws. You got claws in your hair that looks like that still? Um <laughs> Uh, what am I looking forward to tomorrow? It's uh, a good question. I think Thanos annual number one. That's a good choice. Uh, and then Garrett, I am excited. I'm going to read this cult classic. Uh, I don't, I don't know why you get all the good stuff and I get nothing, but all right, I'll go get it. I'll go get cult classics. Uh, make sure you read, uh, you're going to pick up issue one too. Yeah. Sweet. I mean, I was somebody's uh delivery boy, so I picked up the issue one already. So I should have just read it then, but, uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> See, I need to find number one. <clears throat> uh, I'm sure we can make that happen. Let me let me check on that. Um, so you know this weather outside, Alex. Let me. I know you've been locked inside trying to catch up in these comics the best you can. Old Man Winter tried for a while. People were getting angry though, so he had to let go. Uh, looks like we're back. It's kind of the sw- now we're in spring weather. Is that going to hold now? Are you officially ready you know to say what? no more snow? You know what? Next week is the first week of May, and I've seen some crazy stuff happen. I mean, I've been a meteorologist for 12 years now. Um, <clears throat> I think we're finally out of the snow, but like today, we had some cool sprinkles. There's no escaping the chill, but that's why we live where we live. So get get your umbrellas, because <clears throat> you know the old saying, uh, April showers brings May flowers. And what about the other saying? In like a lamb, out like a lion. Did you actually check the forecast for tomorrow there, Marvin? Or Alex? No. It's supposed to be mid-60s <laughs> and nice out. <laughs> I was Well, I'm just saying today was chilly. Yes. Uh, hot tamale. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, what do you, you know what they say? Chilly today, hot tamale. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <clears throat> Alex, let me know. I just want to know. Clear the air for once. Let me know if it's true or not. I heard a rumor that 12 years ago there used to be two meteorologists in this area, but you ate him and now he's part of your being. You you swallow this soul, and so that's why you are so good at predicting weather. Is that true? My uh, my nickname since I disposed of that other Khan, meteorologist has been <laughs> I was going to say was uh, Indominus Rex, but <laughs> so we, can go, we can go with Shao Kahn. <laughs> your soul is mine. Uh, Garrett, speaking of uh, souls, uh, how's those, uh, how's my feet can hit that pavement today? <laughs> you'll be fine potholes aren't filled but yeah, at least you can see them now there's no snow on the ground um uh i found the pothole hotline so i got it ready if you need it yeah i give that to that old assistant we had at our christmas episode whatever <laughs> his name was um so he clearly doesn't do a good job um uh no he died but, in that show don't you remember jimmy's gone he's dead 
Oops. Well, well move on. We're looking, to me. we're looking for a new assistant, but uh, go on. How's the roads? The roads are going to be fine. Uh, as far as getting to your shop on time, uh, there's a lot of books coming out tomorrow. A lot. And if you saw my list on Wednesday Comics Facebook page, I got. I'm getting a shit ton tomorrow. So uh, you definitely want to get to your shop pretty early because there's a lot of gems coming out tomorrow. Um, and it is the week of Infinity War, so these are the gems you need to get. Get in that comic universe. Um, and yeah, have a good. I mean, it's a good time to read comics tomorrow. There's a lot. So get there early. I'm glad you brought that up, Garrett. By the way, if you go to facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics Podcast, uh, usually Monday, Tuesday, we post, the, we post all our poll lists, so even books we don't really talk about on the show, or even on the review, main review show. Uh, we get the conversation going. We, well, we want to know what you're picking up to. Maybe there's a book we're out all getting, and you post it on there, and I'll ask you, hey, how's that book? And maybe it's a book we start picking up. Maybe it's a book we start a conversation. At least when I get to it here, and uh, Alex is not caught up, I can at least be like, hey, this person said this. So uh, be, be my insight to that. Uh, also, going off of what Garrett said, make sure you're picking up your books on Wednesday, because obviously Thursday, Friday, you might be busy watching this Infinity War. Who knows? I know it's going to be... It has the most of sales uh, since the start of time. Uh, it's been selling the fastest. That those theaters are going to be sold out for all for all all weekend, and I know you're going to be there for this podcast. So uh, you got to read your books early to make sure you're caught up and you don't fall behind, like the old Marv and like the old Al. Uh, not like Garrett though; he keeps on top of things. <clears throat> Garrett is young and hot. He's he's kicking. He's kicking ass. Marv and I, old papas. We are grumpy old, old wrinkly, and crumbly. We are grumpy old men. Uh, and my name is Old Man Marvin. I am Alex. And I'm Young Buck here. Wow. Hey, everyone. <laughs> keep, keep, keep reading those books. Bu- hey, everyone. Keep reading those books. <laughs>